ran him you're up the lane. Blocked. You're already blocked by her, so it doesn't matter. I know. Isn't it lovely? She can't see nothing I say about her, but I have been trying not to. I've been trying. I've been biting my tongue. But, like, I don't know. I really don't understand why Marina not starting. Like, Izzy did not have a good game. She didn't, like, she, she didn't have a good game on stat sheet, and, like, they didn't put her in place to succeed. She was doing a lot of small things, right? She was setting good screens rolling hard whatever but like she did not have a good game because they ain't really put nothing out there to help her alicia gray suffered because of it like the minutes distribution WNBA draft, the Los Angeles Sparks select Candace Parker. With the first pick in the 2011 WNBA draft, the Minnesota Lynx select Maya Moore from the University of Connecticut. In your bi-weekly WNBA podcast brought to you by Sports Ethos and Outlet Pass. My name is Corey. Bailey and Chris are here. Bailey, I already know how you're doing, but tell the world, how are you today? I'm here. That's about it. I'm really stoked coming off three days of W Hoops. That's fun. But, you know, in general, I'm here. Carissa, how are you? Yeah, um... I'm cool. I'm here. Um, I had a lot of meetings today, so that was like kind of draining. But yeah, I had a great three days, like Bailey said. I'm I'm just so happy the season's back, and we saw some things that we loved from some teams to some people, and then we saw some things that we didn't. <laughs> that yep, that is probably the nicest way to put it, right? We're yeah. gonna try to be as positive as possible, which is why we uh, talked about a certain team before we actually went live because you know. We cannot help but be negative about them, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the until I'm gonna do this. I don't know if anyone listens to uh, the Hoop Collective, Brian Windhorst podcast for the NBA. His whole thing is that uh, he'll just redact the team for the league, for, and he's like, "Well, we're just not going to talk about them unless we absolutely have to." So uh, that team that we talked about, you you guys will notice when we're not talking about them as as much as we used to. But until this team does something that we actually have to talk about, I'm good never talking about them. Which team? Uh, anyway, so what were your positive yeah. things for the for the for the season for the first weekend so far, Bailey? I can't believe we just redacted my whole rant. <laughs> we started the whole pod, now it's irrelevant. Anyways, I mean, <laughs> so what Corey's pretty much saying is he would like the listeners to completely disregard everything I just said. But anyway, <laughs> as he sits here with a redacted sweater on, okay, make it make sense. What was your question? Takeaways from the first weekend? Yeah, what's your first big positive you want to get into? First big positive I want to get into? That's a tough one because um, there, were, there were a handful that really stuck out to me. But I think the one that makes me the most happy 
the one that I like the most is has been Natasha Cloud. Okay. Like she came out of AU and said, I'm coming back different in the W and through two games has been very different. Has been very, very different out here shooting the lights out. She let the world know she's a shooter now. Yeah. Hitting. She had a little, she had sail and a switch and went behind the back and pulled up the three and hit it. And I was like, Oh, she's moving very differently, but also you're still getting the same things that you love Natasha cloud for in the first place, whether it be hustling on the boards, managing the pace, throwing up, up court dimes, whatever it may be, you're still getting everything plus more of an offensive threat. And it, it and she kind of alludes to the misses as a whole, whoever you like watching. They've, they've been a really well-oiled offensive machine. Moving, the ball moves been crazy. Elena Deladon looked good. Lace Hines Allen has looked strong. Like, you know, Shatori Walker-Kimbrough's been shooting the ball well. Like, there's been a lot for the Mystics. I really like where the Mystics are, but it all starts for me with Natasha Cloud. Yeah, and before I let Krista talk a little bit about the Mystics, because she was telling me that she but on our pod last week how much she was a little bit higher on them than I am. Um, through two games, and yes, two games, but to give an idea of what Bailey's talking about, Natasha Cloud is averaging 18 points, six assists, five rebounds, and a steal on shooting splits of 50%, 36.4%, and 100%. Obviously, extremely small sample size, but she came out – I mean, all of this is small sample size, so we can only work with what we got. But so, so far, Natasha Cloud looks good. Chris, how are you feeling about for a team you said that you were high? Like, whenever I asked you what you're like, not hot take or whatever, but like what your your one final point was, you said keep an eye on the Mystics. Yeah, for sure. Um, like Bailey said, I mean, she's here and she's obviously backing it up. Like, it just rolled into – she didn't miss a step from – AU to to the season and so she's just not you know talking about it she's about it I mean (laughs) mid-game interview she says she's here so you know I'm excited for them and with the healthy Elena Deladon and Shakira Austin I mean to get her first start in the second game I'm so excited for that but my uh takeaway from the weekend would be Dana Evans yeah I think she had a career high 21 I thought it was 24. Maybe, yeah, maybe 24. No, let me bring it up. Yeah, it was 24. It was she definitely looked, 24. Yeah, she looked awesome in that overtime game, which uh, – how did your sky do in that game, Chris? I can't remember. We looked good, and then we didn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> there was There was definitely times where, like, they looked like, when is this game going to be over? Like, gas, like, not game shape, and just little things that the sky – you didn't see from them – you saw during their seven-game losing streak last year, but you didn't see from them toward the end of the season, just careless turnovers. And I just think that's a part of playing together. So it was only the first game, so I ain't worried about it. Man, Candace show was cooking, though. Yep, that's all that matters. <laughs> and Cand- Candace was looking real good. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I was watching that game, and I didn't really care who won because, I mean – I knew I was going to have to hear it from one of you two, no matter what, because uh, of the fan bases and things like that. But it was a good weekend for your Sparks in general, huh, Bailey? It was a very good weekend. I was going to say one of the things that stuck out to me from the Sparks specifically, 17 steals each game or per game through two games, I should say, which leads the league by far. Um, 
which is a really ridiculous number. I think Britt had nine of those by herself. So if, if that's 34 over two games and she's getting nine, it's a large portion. I'm I'm already ready to push her DPOY propaganda. 92 and a half points per game. Good shooting splits from the field. I mean, the we want to see more threes, but that'll come. Kennedy. Kennedy still got it. Don't let nobody tell you no difference. So I like where LA is at. Liz looked more settled last game, but they still got a ways to go. It was so funny coming up because when the game started, I remember people on Twitter being very upset because Kennedy was not starting. They're like, what's Derek Fisher doing? What's going on here? And then, you know, Jordan Canada kind of showed why she was getting that start because she looked really good for the, over the, for over the first couple games too. So this team is exactly what I thought they're going to be coming into the season. I, I didn't, not necessarily in terms of like, like you said, like I didn't expect by far leading the league in steals or, or anything like that. But I, I think this team's really good and you're already seeing it. I, I think it'll take some time for them to figure everything out, but there's a lot of talent on that team and they're a blast to watch. So obviously not whenever they're beating your team. Sorry, Carissa, but that game is like a neutral observer was a ton of fun to watch just because like you're seeing two of these teams that are theoretically title contenders, just kind of like go shot for shot. It was, it was a blast. Yeah. I think NECA proved to anybody that she's still here as well. Um, She is, she is still thriving. Also, I wish teams would learn. They should have learned last year, but you can't be lazy throwing passes in the passing lane. Brittany Sykes is going to just take it. Like, Yeah. She'll punish that all day. Oh, Britt. <laughs> so funny to watch. She she got a mean spike on Azure too. Those those help side blocks are something special. Uh you mentioned earlier that Phoenix it was not exactly the way like they didn't get the right start off to their season. I'm still obviously gonna hold out hope for that because I mean their team is still kind of in a little bit of a transition period right now, so Definitely not the ideal starting point, but like I said, it, it, it's one what they played one game. So I think that tonight should be, I think they're playing, t- no, not obviously not tonight, but the, the tomorrow I think is going to be the next time we see them. And that'll be interesting. One thing that jumps out at me is how weird these schedules are. Uh, just as somebody who's, I've, I've obviously watched the Sun game on Saturday. They don't play again until Friday. Um, and that's why I was saying like coming in, like obviously everything's going to be a little bit skewed because not only is it just the first weekend of the season, but so many players aren't here yet, and we're we're getting so little of certain people already. The Sky Liberty, or sorry, the Sun Liberty game was fun, and now I have to stew on that for five days. But AT looked good. I, I don't know. It'll be it, you can tell that there's certainly a hole in terms of production from the guard spots on offense, but. You're also missing Dewana Bonner and Courtney Williams, so I, I think that's kind of to be expected. But um, that game was fun as well. Sabrina looked awesome. Uh, I think that that was one of the more telling things for the weekend for me because, like, we had talked about it last week and in the, in the preview pods coming up that were like, if she can take off, if this Liberty, Liberty team can take off, they they could be a real threat. And if that's the Sabrina we're going to get, I just people's everyone's reaction was just like, oh, okay, this is this is kind of what we were expecting two years ago. It's her first fully healthy season. What are we going to see here? Yeah, yeah, I agree. They look really fun. And and the Sun, I thought, got off to a decent start. They looked pretty good in the beginning of the game. I was 
curious how the trio of A.T. John Quill and Bree Jones was going to work. And I think it started off okay, but over the stretch of the game, whether it be as they got tired or the Liberty started flowing or what, I don't know. I don't know what it was, but they slowly and slowly started looking more and more stagnant on the offensive end. And John Quill didn't shoot very well because she was up against Natasha Howard, who had a really great defensive game. But I also don't really feel like they, and by they, I mean the sun, they didn't really do a lot to try to get her open looks or better looks or swap to, you know, another defender or anything to really get her in rhythm. Um, and she was kind of just stuck trying to make her own shot or hoisting up whatever came. And that's something that I think has to be addressed if they're going to get over this hump. And I don't know. Uh, I, that's my whole question for the whole season, pretty much, is how are they going to make things easier on her with the with the roster they have? I don't. I personally don't see an easy way for them to do it. Yeah, I think it's it's going to take some work, right? And and she was saying post game how like like she wasn't and obviously this is part of her being like the mvp leader type where she's not going to put the blame on anyone else but she's like yeah i, I got up i know that you didn't necessarily love the shot quality bailey or thought that the things they were putting her in a position to succeed but her thing was is these are shots that i usually make and just for whatever reason they weren't falling so it, it very easily could have gone where if, if she just shot like even like if three more of them had fallen her her production looks much better her confidence looks much better and also the team probably wins then so i, I don't know it's I, I I was pretty clear coming in that I was not as high on them as I have been, I guess I was for most of last year, but I still think that there's, they they obviously have a ton of time to figure it out. And I think that getting Courtney back, I, I don't think if they play Sunday, I can't remember. I, I'm looking one game at a time. So I know they play Friday. So they, she's also, she's still going to be suspended for that game, but I think getting her and then Bonner back will, will really create some breathing room. Cause I think in the first half, they made one shot outside of the paint one, that like, so you need more than just the post players that you have there. So yeah. I, I don't know. I think that it's going to take time for them to figure it out. And I think what was promising to me was how Alyssa Thomas looked. Obviously, there were still some times where it looked like she was just her shot motion's so weird, right? So it's, it's always going to look a little bit labored. But I mean, twenty five points is, is is a pretty impressive outing for her in her in the first game of the season. I think that I think that's the first time she's done that since the bubble. So. Um, I don't know. I'm 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 intrigued. I, I think that for the most part, what I walked away from this this weekend with was intrigue across the league in general. Yeah. Uh, say for say for a few teams, I think that a lot of a lot of positive uh, came out of this weekend. And and to your point about John Quill making those shots, she can make those shots, but that to me still <laughs> they still need to make things easier on her in a way if they can possibly like you can't just bank on her being able to shoot over everyone because she physically can but that doesn't make it any easier for her to make those shots and then if you're banking on that you're looking like like last year Julius Randle for the Knicks hit a lot of crazy shots he was having a really good year from the mid-range whatever was hitting like everything he threw up and this year was the complete opposite but you know you're banking on that and that's not something you bank on it's not what you do yeah, no, I feel you. And then um, before we get into what what is probably like the biggest storyline in the league right now, just because of the hype around it, uh, I, I wanted to shout that so far this season we're off to a much better start in the sense that the rookies are actually getting run, and I'm I'm excited for that. I, I think that 
Lorella Kubai is she I, like it, it's not stat sheet stuff, but I was messaging Bailey as it's happening. I'm like, nope, this is gonna be a this is gonna be a film article this year because she's just so active and disruptive and a great screener. And I, I don't obviously I don't think she's gonna be a star for New York, but I think she's exactly what they needed because she just creates so many opportunities for just that extra little bit of breathing room for Sabrina. And I assume it'll be the case for Benijah when she's back and things like that. I, I just I think that she looked really good. Uh, obviously, Ryan Howard looked great. Uh, we, we love Shakira Austin here, and she looked fantastic. I don't know. I'm 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 happy to see that the rookies. It, a lot has been made about all of the rookies and 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 young players that got waived before the season. But I think the ones that we did see so far, there's a lot of like it's a lot more exciting. And I think that for much of this season, we're going to be much more interested in the rookie of the year race than we were last year because like even like Indiana with. Melissa Smith opened the season with a double-double and Destiny Henderson looked extremely comfortable and looks like she's actually the one running that offense. So I, I think that Bailey is, is for you who did a lot of like the rookie ladder and stuff like that last year, uh, definitely looks like a much more interesting class, at least through the first weekend. Yeah. Henny looked spectacular in both of the games. I watched her play. Shakira looked really good at when she started last night against the Lynx. It, it took her a little bit to adjust to Sill, obviously, but everything else looked great. I mean, one of the things the Mystics have done with her, and she got her first bucket this way, and she got a bucket last night this way, using her as a backdoor cutter is very interesting. They put one of their bigger guards, MHA or Ariel or even Natasha, like kind of in a short corner post up. Well, not a short corner, but short range post. And then open up that side, and she comes cutting through, and she she uses her speed against other centers to get that. I think that's interesting wrinkle. She rebounds well. I I just thought she looked really generally comfortable. Uh, Ryan Ryan didn't necessarily shoot the ball well, but you can just see it. And she had four blocks and two mm-hmm. steals. Like that's just she is a generational talent. I will go on record saying that. I think I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Like Ryan Howard is going to be a great player in this league, and you can already see that. And I think, you know, you talked about Kubai. I think she can really be kind of like a Steph Dolson mini me. Mm-hmm. And you have two of those on the same team, which is very interesting. Just does a lot of the small things to open things up. So the rookies, the rookies, there's there's a lot of intrigue here, and there and Queen, Queen, I wanted to shout her out. Queen had two really great games. She got hurt against LA, so it was a little limited, but she she had two really good games. Nalissa's got some work to do, but I think that was expected. But her physicality and athleticism has translated over. I think, you know, her strongest suits were going to translate regardless. I think scoring is what's going to be the the thing she's got to work on. But rebounding and being athletic and getting out in the transition looks really good. So, yeah, I mean, very intriguing rookie class through opening weekend. I don't really see that changing. No, if anything, I think it's going to get better. I think with with more comfortability, everything like that, I think we're actually going to see even more from from them. So I'm, I'm definitely excited. Is it time to talk about the Aces? What it seems like what everyone in the league is talking about, this offensive revolution that we kind of expected and it's taken – it's already – like. It's clicking much faster than even the, I think even the most optimistic of people would have said. Correct? Yeah, correct. What are, what are, what are your thoughts on them, Carissa, so far? 
So the game, the first game against Phoenix, I mean, I stepped away for a second. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was like, what is going on? Like, is this really like Phoenix Mercury versus like the um, Las Vegas Aces? Like, they really did what they wanted to do during that game. As far as the second game, I only watched last night. I only watched up to halftime because it was late. Like, why put on that great of a game at 10 o'clock? I don't know. But they still look great. I mean, I love the fact that it just feels more – I think a lot of people on Twitter use the word free. Like, they were just flowing, like, so fast-paced. And they were already fast-paced last year, but this is, like, a whole nother level. Yeah, it's – I think that – like they're it's obviously only two games and so the the advanced stats are a little bit misleading right but they're already six points per 100 possession better this year than last year that's absurd they were the best defense in the league last year they're again obviously all of these will change with time but right now they're eight points per 100 possessions ahead of the liberty who are the second place team this is not something that we've seen before and i don't know how sustainable it is whenever you compare about how it will have to be on defense and things like that but all of the all of the concerns or anything like that that you would have had on the offensive end, I, whether it be like it taking time or what have you, are immediately alleviated because this system works. And I would like to see them add some sort of defensive talent along the way, just because I do think that I mean you're not going to be able to see Derek Hamby getting 14 rebounds every game, right? I think that that's obviously that's what's unsustainable to me, but. Uh, are you sure? I don't know. She I had, mean, she had 12 in nine minutes. I mean, yes, I will. I will say that I'm sure that I'm sure that there will be some the some nights where that's just not going to happen. I, I think well, that you put our, put this team up against actual size, and I think that you may see some some sort of resistance. Yeah, no, I mean that that's fair. But I I said it before, and I now that we've seen it, like you know, her at age of five and at the four and five is crazy. It's absolutely crazy. And then Jackie Young has benefited so much. Both from her own strong offseason in Australia, but also just the system allowing her to be more free flowing. Like she's been playing lights out, like just shooting the ball well, playing good downhill ball, playing great defense still. I think I I wouldn't be shocked if she's an MIP conversation again. Mm-hmm. At least going off the first two games. Yeah. Yeah, no, that it's they're like while they're not my team they're the team i'm going to watch the most just because it it just feels like a revolutionary style of basketball and i I think that we saw that a lot from the fully healthy sky last year and i don't think it's the same exact kind of style but just you're seeing these teams evolve in front of our eyes and that's what's so exciting right yeah i don't know i I, i'm looking forward to this week i think that we have I, i obviously it's nice to have the night off tonight with monday being the night off but i'm looking forward to see what what one of these trends continues? Is there anything that you're looking forward to? I'll start with you, Chris. Looking forward to the rest of the week in terms of if you want to see what one specific thing continues or one specific thing is going to change or anything like that. Yeah, I'm a. Uh, I want to see if Dana Evans continues because I think Allie Quigley is out. I think they said possibly to the third game. So um, I want to see if, if she continues to be a scorer because she's always been pretty good on defense. Bailey, what about you? Is there something you're looking at to see what kind of trend continues into maybe the next time that we're recording? I 
I'm still locked on Natasha Cloud. I mean, really and truly, like I I want to see what we see from her in all aspects, but especially the shooting. If the shooting is legitimate, like if she's if she's legitimately a knockdown shooter now, like that adds a whole another element. And I, I mean, the Mystics as a whole, really, but it, like I said, it starts with her for me. Very very intriguing team and player. What about you, Corey? Um, so obviously, like I'm torn, right? Because I like my team doesn't play at all this week. So I like that's why I'm I'm focused on these other teams, right? I, I want to honestly, and 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 you alluded to it earlier, Bailey. I kind of just want to watch the Fever when they play. They're they're so young and and raw, but like it's a lot of fun. They're yeah. they're they're a ton of fun to watch. I, I like the way that Henny runs the team. I'm not necessarily saying it's going to lead to a ton of wins, obviously, but. I'm really enjoying what we're seeing from, like I said, from the rookie class so far. And I think that it's only going to get better. I, I think it's going to be tough to really take much away from everybody else until all of these people come back from overseas. And we obviously don't know, like, I mean, that could take another couple weeks. So um, beyond that, uh, just the aces, I want to see how many different offensive records they can break and things like that. And um, maybe the redacted team will actually establish a starting lineup or we'll, we'll go back to seeing 17 different starting lineups from them this season. But um, and, I, yeah. and I also think not to cut you off, sorry. No, please. But I think for the fever, like once Kelsey Mitchell finds her footing, I I do think they'll win it. Like just going off of what I've seen so far, I don't think they're number twelve in the league. I think they might be ten or eleven, like depending on how everything else falls. But if Kelsey Mitchell starts, because last year she started hot slumped early and then finished consistent and strong so far she hasn't started hot she's just been slumping but there's a lot of adjusting but if she gets it going and they start falling like some of the things i've noticed already is like henny and ingsler have a great chemistry they have a great chemistry and then you know henny is just so patient and meticulous already as a rookie backdoor cuts are wide open she runs the pick and roll so well and she's such a good shooter already that you can leverage that into adding another option and just i mean the whole the whole what they're doing is more fascinating now than it's ever been in the last couple of years to me personally and then you know lexi Hole got crossed over and everybody's making a big deal she's like hey that was my welcome to the w moment i'm here now and i was like okay i like that so i there the fever are, are in a better place than I've seen them be in a few years. And there's a lot more reason to be confident about them. And like you said, they're a blast to watch. So I, I, I don't think they will be the worst team in the league. I'll put that out there right now. Who will be? Oh, no, yet. <laughs> to be determined. Yeah. I, I, I was coming into this, this season already extremely positive just about the state of the league in general. And um, yeah, I only feel better about it now. Uh, one quick thing before we get out of here. I mean, we, we can obviously stay as long as we want, but I feel like we've kind of hammered these games into the ground. I just wanted to shout out all of the really interesting reporting around uh, Diamond to Shields and everything that she went through. I, I'm stunned that we somehow did not know about that, but uh, I'm happy that she seems to be doing better, that she seems to have gotten through it. Obviously she played, through that last season so that's that's just insane but um yeah there was a crazy story this week and and for i know that she's no longer on your team chris but that had to be just astounding coming from after you know 
she was on your team and, and it, it feels like none of us knew that this was happening. Yeah, for sure. And I, I, um, glad that she has like that tight of a circle around her. That's how every circle should be. Mm-hmm. And they allowed her, you know, the space to go through that as well as the team, the, the Chicago sky team. And it came out when she wanted to come out. It's just all that hammered home. The, the biggest thing that it hammered home to me was when we want to sit here and criticize players or coaches or whoever for not looking themselves or not playing great or whatever, you never, you never know what's going on in people's lives. And this is just, in, like, this is obviously more extreme than most would ever have to go through, but I'm just, I'm just glad that she's okay. And I'm hoping to see her continue to play well. Yeah. yeah. To your point though, I think um, just as a whole, like in general, you never know what somebody's going through, but it's also our job to, keep it separate keep the person mm-hmm. and the player separate so we're only talking about their game we're not yeah. talking about anything else so we're talking about what we're seeing in mm-hmm. front you know in front of it and we don't have to backtrack anything we said about diamond because this is a we love diamond here we think she has the best potential ever so it's not like we have to backtrack anything it's just we were going off of that play know. everybody was so it is what it is but you know like like you said, we're happy she went through it, and uh, not went through it, but made it out. Got through it, yeah, yeah, and, and it's still the player that she is, and we all know that well, the player that she can be. But yeah, so I I, I think that I, I, I think we've covered it all, though. I think that, that was all of the news and and the stuff like that. Other than was there anything else that either of you wanted to touch on before we get out of here for the week? Or there not was for the, week, the but expansion the... news today. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that. Um, Kathy said that they think that we'll have two new teams in the next few years, right? Yeah. Something like that. Something vague like they always give us. <laughs> I think the next TV deal is really going to determine all of that, right? I think that when we see what the money is going to look like and what the, the, if we continue to see increased interest, I think that it's it's going to happen. And, and like I, I, I know that there was a lot of talk over the weekend about it's like there's like two or three or five teams that are are like or cities, sorry, not teams that are like pushing to kind of get their name in there. And now you're seeing a bunch of star players put their name to it even more with NECA and Stewie and something's happening. I, I, I like, we, we've known that this is coming right now. People are getting left out of the league and they're obviously professional players. So something's coming and I'm, I'm excited for it to actually happen. I'm just ready for it to already be here. I understand that we don't want to rush this and, and, and make mistakes, but I'm also Honestly, I just don't want it to be a talking point anymore. I want it to have happened so that we don't like we can actually just enjoy everything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, one thing we can talk about, as promised, I told her it was going to happen. I came back and beat Carissa in fantasy this week. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, talking that trash always. You know he talks. I don't. <laughs> Whatever happens, happens. <laughs> that sounds about right. Uh, it was 75 to 69 and I just was like come back season here we go <laughs> and, I'm, um, and, and, and she probably went cool well you're blocked she literally said if you say so <laughs> <laughs> literally yeah, because I don't even know what goes on half the time like he has to tell me but I'm just like okay <laughs> that's, that seems about right and and for whatever reason Bailey thinks he, he can talk trash all the time but you know no. he's going to end up losing in the end no, it's all in fun. That's the whole point of having fantasy league is just for fun. 
You know it, Corey. You you said it was going to happen in the end. That's why I don't. I just let him. I just let him talk. You say when he's talking that stuff on Friday, whenever whenever his sparks beat your your sky, and you're like, yeah, well, I ain't ring. even say none. <laughs> I ain't even say none. I know, I know, but I mean, if you want me to, those sparks in two. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> you always go too far. I'm just playing. That seems about yeah, yeah, but uh. Yeah, so this is kind of how the the show's get, unless we have like a special interview or something like that. Uh, essentially, for anyone who's only started following us since we became Rebel Edition, this is basically what the the biweekly show is going to be: is kind of just looping around, touching on games, uh, any storylines. Usually Monday, while we're while we're recording, gets a little bit crazy because of WNBA Mondays. But given this is the first one, nothing has really happened yet. But give it time. Uh, it, it's a young season, and and we'll have plenty to talk about. Yeah, it'll happen. Yeah, yeah, and by the time we come back later in the week, we'll have more players back from overseas or or stuff like that. So I'm sure we'll have plenty more to talk about, and we'll catch you later this week on Rebel Edition. Yes, sir.